Welcome to the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Every episode is titled, It Starts With Tennis and Goes From There. We talk with coaches, club managers, industry business professionals, technology experts, and anyone else we find interesting. We want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast, powered by Go Tennis. Check out our calendar of Metro Atlanta tennis events at letsgotennis.com and get your what are they, the Atlanta Tennis Monsters shirt. We got some cool tennis t-shirt designs, one of them by Bobby Schindler himself, something about peace, love, and tennis that he just likes a lot. Uh, so we're doing a lot of that. We've got the 10% off for our free members currently, which is actually is going away at the end of the year, there will only be users and premium members. And the premium members, as an example, on the Daniel Medvedev shoes, get 25% off. About 25% off. The dog was very excited about that. <laughs> uh, so today, it is just me and my co-host, Bobby. And we are going to talk about the GPTA. And I think I hid my notes here somewhere. There we go. Hang on. Sorry about the view. All right. So. I've hidden my notes and Bobby, give me a second because I'm going to do a little history and background and I will actually leave this over here. So the GPTA is who we're going to talk about today. We won't be too long, but uh, we do want to cover this. We want to talk about what they're doing, maybe what they're not doing because we are looking to partner with them. We're looking to do some work with them, maybe even share some resources in the future that is in the works. We don't know how that's going to play out, but we will share with our users and our followers what the GPTA is, what their mission statement is, the history and what they're supposed to be doing, how many members they have, things like that. And the member benefits is actually the thing that I want to chat with Bobby about, and we'll talk about that specifically. But the Georgia Professional Tennis Association is an association of certified teaching professionals serving the Georgia tennis community since 1977. So that's a very, very long time, exactly as long as I've been around. And I am reading this. This is taken from their websites. This is their information. Members also include out-of-state pros as well as sponsoring national and local tennis organizations as representatives of the tennis industry. The GPTA's purpose is to foster continuing education, community service. I assume that's fostering community service, unless they directly do community service, but they're fostering continuing education, community service, networking and social interaction of tennis teachers and coaches with a goal of raising the level of play in recreational and competitive tennis. So starting with that, Bobby and I love to pick apart mission statements and purpose <laughs> statements and vision. And we do it with the USTA, we do it with the USPTA, PTR, we're going to get to all those as well. We're going to do other episodes similar to this of what is the USPTA. We'll do that next as an example. But Bobby, in this case, the purpose is to foster continuing education, which they do. A lot of us get our education points as professional coaches at their lunch and learns and some of their events, which is good. Fostering community service, networking and social interaction of teachers and coaches. So I have... Two questions specifically, and then I'll re let you run with it. Is there a difference between a tennis teacher and a tennis coach? Or is that just adding fluff in the, in the language? Is there a difference between a tennis teacher and a tennis coach? And then after you answer that, 
is their goal of raising the level of play, whether recreational or competitive or not, actually the right goal for this organization? Is there a difference? Should there be a difference? I think the, the person who claims to be an instructor should be able to wear both hats. I do think there is a distinct difference between a teacher. T teaching always seems to me to be more in the beginning stages. You spend a lot more time teaching fundamentals, uh, going over the fundamentals, where coaching to me is becomes more strategic. But a player has to have some capability, let's say, to be able to, you know, to perform the the coaching and the strategies. And that's always a hard thing when you're out there. Well, we want strategy. Okay, well, hit the ball cross court. Well, but that's not a strategy. Yes, it is. You know, the net is six inches lower and you have six more court of feet to aim into. So it is definitely a strategy. And if you're a net person and, you know, you're playing doubles, which is Atlanta is driven by doubles, and you're playing doubles, that means if you poached 75 or 100% of the time, you'd be correct 75 to 80% of the time. So why you don't poach would seem to be a little bit crazy, right? But the, you know, these are the things. So yes, I do think there is a subtle difference. I think you should be able to perform both. I think within our, our jobs, we should perform both. I think you get various individuals who say, I like to teach more. I mean, you work specifically with the younger kids. That's more teaching in my, and, I, and that's what we always laugh about. It's why you're tired after an hour as opposed to I could be tired after three hours running around with kids because I'm coaching more in, in staying active where you have to motivate both physically and mentally. And that's, that's a, that, you know, that's a physical grind. That's tough on everybody. So yes, I think there's a subtle difference. I'd be interested to hear what, you know, what they, they again, what mission statements say. Um, and I, and I think th it's a great question as far as the, the problem or the difficulty tennis and these you know certified organizations face across the board as you said what is the mission statement what is the true goal and uh, you know I, I we're big fans of the gpta because and, and let's say they have up their game tremendously they have cre you know created the need and this stems from the you know the uspta and the usptr what would be our, our higher level organizations of certification for tennis teaching professionals uh, you know, where they now require additional education points, where you're not saying, okay, I learned how to play tennis in the 70s, and it's now 2024, but I'm still teaching chip and charge and serve and volley. And, you know, where do you see that at the professional level? So I do think they've done a great job in trying to address a lot of the things that you sit there and say an organization such as this should try to do. They are involved in the community. They, they're big drivers behind Northside Hospital's breast cancer awareness. Each year, they, they do a, a great deal to get the pros involved. Uh, and then, you know, the, the mission statement to me is always difficult. You know, are, are they, what is our role? And I think that part of the difficulty comes for the, the GPTA stems from the lack of clarity from the organization's that are above us, whether it be the USTA or the two certifications, the USPTA and the USPTR, which are the two predominant certifications for tennis instructors. Listen, golf has one. You get a PGA card and, you know, you're revered if you have a PGA card. I always felt as a tennis instructor, the USPTA moniker or USP doesn't carry the same clout or the same wow 
that uh, a you know a, a you a PGA card carries. So I don't know if I got the second question as much as I needed to, but well, and I'll and I'll I'll push and let, let's keep sticking with it. So I grabbed the USPTA mission statement, which is a little different from a from a purpose, mm -hmm. but we'll we'll stick with what they're publicly saying. But the USPTA is focused on basically elevating the coach and saying, hey, our job is to make the coaches better, right? Correct. So in that case, it's about coaching. We look at the USTA tennis. Hang on. Let me see if I can get there. What is that? Mission statement. See if I get there fast enough. Value, innovative, and creative approaches. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. All right. No, you don't need to know my location. Okay. So inclusiveness, I'm going to skip that. Uh, foster unbounded passion for tennis. I think that's just in the Northeast. <laughs> uh, mission statement, innovate, promote, and grow the game of tennis. All right. So generic and useless. Thanks a lot, USTA. Yeah. So uh, that's their job is tennis as a whole. They can have a generic target. Hey, we're going to make tennis better. Okay. Well, right. That means they can spend millions of dollars kind of however they want. The right. the PTA is co is coaching focused and smaller than the USTA. The GPTA is small enough it should have a decent target. So yeah. I would pick on it a little bit and say the goal isn't raising the level of play at all because may it's coach specific. They're only coaches that are members. So if they're going to focus on the coaches more like the USPTA rather than focus on the players like the USTA, or are they more business and industry like most associations, like a professional association would be? I might push to say, eh, maybe let's rewrite that a little and say, as, as my, I call you, my, my, you've got a master's in business administration, so you've got some education in this world. Would we not take them in more of the business coaching professional side than we would raising the level of play? Or am I just well, digging too deep into this? No, 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 you're right. Because it, it again, it's it's the, the debate that we have to deal with on a daily basis. At my, it, it was a perfect example. I had a conversation with one of my instructors yesterday that somebody stood him up for a lesson. And this was not the first time. And his knee-jerk reaction was to, you know, send a scathing email saying, you know, this is not the way we do things. And, and I was like, I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. It's the fine line that we walk is that, you know, people want us to be businesslike, show up on time, want us to act professionally, dress professionally, present ourselves professionally, yet they want us to be, when it comes to their needs, very flexible and say, oh, well, you know, hey, I missed an appointment. Well, every place else you miss an appointment, in today's world, you get charged for it. And this is an, you know, you have to understand from the pros perspective, they have so many hours in a day, especially this time of year, you, you only have so many warm hours in a day that you want to maximize the amount of income that you make. So if somebody does bail out on you an hour before the lesson, that, that, that affects your bottom line. And if that happens a couple of times during the week, that certainly affects your bottom line. We, we want it and we want the coach just to take that on the chin. And that's tough. And that's where I say these organizations, I wish did a little better job of setting the foundation from the perspective, like you said, USTA, right from the get, we are trying to attract, we're trying to grow the game. Well, let's make it very, very clear. Yes. We want you to play. 
And yes, we want you to enjoy it, but please understand you're taking up the most difficult skill sport there is. You know, this isn't going to be easy, guys. This is, you know, and to get to where everybody plays out. And again, I'm going through this, I'm going to start going through this with, I have a beginner's team and I know a couple of the ladies. And I'm like, they can barely hit a ball. They're going to go play out and they're not going to be happy. It's, you know, when we deal with the kids and you deal with it, the 10 year olds, they, they do have a team. Well, 10 year olds usually don't love tennis matches because they can't serve or they don't serve well enough to get the ball. And they'd much rather drill. They'd much rather run around. Yes, compete, but be able to laugh and be able to feel like they're, they're having some influence in this. Uh, where when you play out and again, my, my mentor always had some great lines and, and I'll bring him up a couple to, he had, a, he was approached by a, a captain, a mother one season said, you know, you know, we did great, but we really want to win. All we care about is winning this season. He goes, you only want to win. And he, she said, yes. Yeah, so you do whatever we need to do to win. He said, okay, you only want to win. So they spent the majority of their eight week practices serving. Most important stroke in tennis, right? If you want to win, you got to get your serve in. And they won. They won their bag tag. They made it all the way to the city finals where they got absolutely destroyed. And the mother came back and said, well, after they served, they couldn't do anything. And he was like, well, you said you wanted to win. Yes. Well, that's what we spent the majority of the time doing. Unfortunately, you ran into another team that was a little further along. So they had the next stroke and we're not, we can get there, but it's a progression. You know, but making people understand patience and and effort and what it takes to to achieve levels that takes time and and that's the you know that's where i think we unfortunately with the organization not being really sure because if you if you ask the usda they always say promote the game but the second breath is and create champions two unbelievably different goals you know so that's difficult where you know like you said we're supposed to be coaches but we are also the biggest promoters because if you're a beginner, who are you usually going to your, your one of your first interactions will be with a coach and whether or not that coach that experiences is positive or negative will greatly influence how you pursue the game from there on. And, you know, I try to be painfully honest with my people and say, look, guys, we're going to go through this, but I just want you to know, because I want you to be easy on yourself. Forget about what you think of me. I don't want you to go home and look in the mirror and say, I stink, because this isn't easy. This is really hard. And forget about what you're seeing on television. Those guys are on another planet. So just don't even don't even say, oh, I saw this. Oh, you know, shake your head and shiver. I don't care what you saw. You know, that's another world. So, you know, hey, it's tough. We're, we are further down on the food chain and trying to, you know, run a business, create an environment where people want to, be a part of our business therefore we all you know we all benefit from it yet we we have to play within ground rules that we don't necessarily establish and more of a springboard i will i will finish i found on the gpta website in their history what i think potentially should be their purpose it's already written right here and it was from their history section and talking about the gpta providing and i'll quote providing a springboard for new and old tennis, let's not say old, let's say experienced, yeah. <laughs> new and, I'm going to paraphrase, experienced tennis professionals who want to continue to learn, grow, and network in the industry. Absolutely. I think that's a better target than raising the level 
of play. I think that's I think that's a different thing. So we know all of these people. These are the current board of directors. We're going to switch to a, a separate chapter in the in the YouTube chaptering here. Our well, let me say one thing. Just again, goes back to always why Atlanta is so unique. Yeah, where the where the GPTA's creation because of subdivision and HOA tennis, that it is not club dominated, that you do have an extraordinary amount, which we call independent pros in Atlanta. And the GPTA was created, A, to try to unify all these people out there, try to give the people a better product because you do have a lot, of, to this day, you have people that are not certified, not taking, and I mean, it, and we've talked about this and other things, Yes, we have to do continuing education. Yes, we have to pass a background check. Yes, we have to take what is it? Safe play the, the you know the testing of the Olympics for sexual harassment and make sure we know what to do in situations whether it be at the home and what things we have to do to avoid in our practice of you know when we're teaching. So they, they you know they have up their game tremendously and in Georgia because there's you have so many independents the GPTA was designed almost, you know, hey, to be the, the, here's your club pro, your club manager is the GPTA, and here's all the employees, let's keep you up to date with what's going on, gives you an opportunity for the, the racket companies to have one place to go, the court construction companies to have one place to go, so it did, you know, in the beginning had a great purpose, it's just, again, what as Atlanta took off, it's it's hard to sit there and say, you know, do we, how do we maintain the mission statement? You know, you said it's like 77. Well, Atlanta exploded in the early 90s. Everything changed. <laughs> yeah, no, and, that, and that's good because that's a, a reminder of kind of where it came from. I don't really see that in the in the history as to how the, the, the gathering of those guys, and that's a lot like herding cats. And that's one of the things we talk about a lot. It's, it's bringing yeah. a bunch of people, very individualistic type people and trying to get them on the same page is not easy. Sure. Um, so... Board of Directors, Danny Tarpley took over 2023. Um, he runs com. Give him a little plug. Yes. So he's helping with the jobs board, as I saw technically. I see his name also as treasurer and website content and technology. So I'll throw him an email and let him know that the Technifiber page is five years out of date. Stuart Russell <laughs> looks like the first vice president. Uh, there's another vice president, Turin Byrne. Byrne, how do you say that? Turin Byrne, yes. Byrne. Okay, and he's one of the guys at Lifetime, right? So I think he's... Well, he also runs the majority of junior tournaments in Atlanta. One Love doing that stuff. One Love tennis, yes. He's doing memberships and sponsorships. So I would have thought he'd have called me or you by now, knowing what Go Tennis is doing, saying, hey, guys, I know Stuart Russell came in and said, we need to, we need to talk. Because the reason, one of the reasons we're having this conversation about the GPTA between you and me right now is that the podcast is doing something they can't do. Go right. Tennis is going to do maybe 15 or 20 things that they just can't do. And we know, and you and I talk about this all the time, we know these are part-time jobs. These are volunteer jobs. Go Tennis for you and me. This is not what we do full-time. You're running a right. club. I'm running three separate businesses, two of them focused on tennis. So. In this case, the Go Tennessee side of it is even, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you after I finish my my job. And there's sure. there's a lot going on. And so we've got Alan Jensen and Stuart Russell 
doing speakers and events. I see a lot of the same guys in the speakers, like even the the same people coming in or like the, I don't remember who the, the guy was they brought in from North or South Carolina to teach us how to work with four oh, yeah. 3.0 level players. I'm like, this is yeah. Atlanta. That is right. 101. That was the thing we learned first day. So right. maybe we need to talk to Alan Jensen as well about sponsorships and memberships. To And then, sorry, about the speakers and the events. Uh, I don't know. The only name here I don't personally know is Jim Richards. Do you know that name, Bobby? I do not know Jim Richards. No. Oh, okay. Says he's the secretary. So I don't know who that is, but we'll follow that up. Uh, and then we got the banker, Dom, Dom Maschianon, Maschiantonio. Yes. Maschi Antonio. I have emailed with him, but I've not met him personally. Um, so we've got some we got some old school guys in there. Uh, I would guess maybe Stuart Russell considers himself kind of a, a not as old school as some of the others. But I'm wondering, is that just the thing you get through your you get through your career a little bit and then you have a few extra hours a week that you can put in to something like this when you're young and out trying to find, you know, teaching tennis and buying a house and having a family. There just isn't the time for many of the younger coaches probably to get involved. But I was going through the GPTA site and they're trying to do some things. And yes. there's a little thing that I would say, one of the things Go Tennis is doing is we're going to compile a list of the Pro-Am schedule, which I've, yes. since, I, since I started in this industry in 2001, officially got my first tennis teaching job and started playing a couple of Pro-Ams. I thought, this is fantastic. Why doesn't everybody know about this? Where is the organization that promotes the pro-ams in Atlanta as a product, as a, as a whole thing, all of them? And it just didn't exist. Now, the GPTA claimed to do it, but it's not here. I can't find it. So that would be also one of those things that Go Tennis can help with. To sure. say, hey, we're compiling all these things. They have their coach finder. I think it's GPTA only, where ours goes uh, three steps further, really, honestly, where we have USPTA, everyone USPTA in Georgia, everyone GPTA in Georgia. I guess that's always only in Georgia, uh, typically, and the PTR in Georgia. So everybody certified and everybody GPTA. We've got on ours as well, and we want we don't bring it up in competitive nature because neither of us are charging for it. It's not a it's not the type of thing like a play your court or a mytennislessons.com or your court, your coach whatever those things are that are going to add $20 to your lesson and then charge you for it before you ever meet the coach. This right. is, you know what? You need a coach. You're in Lawrenceville. Find the three people that are there and give them a call. Now we're pretty sure there are more than three certified coaches in Lawrenceville. <laughs> yeah. Considering yes. Yeah. Which goes back to your point that there are a lot of uncertified and there are a lot of probably good coaches out there that either don't bother, don't see a value, and certainly aren't involved in the GPTA. So how can we get together with the GPTA and help find those people and bring them in and shine a light on it? Well, this speaks to the, the culture that we talk about all the time, first of all, in tennis, that it, and you mentioned earlier, tennis players are individuals, tendency. They didn't grow up in a team sport environment. They're very territorial. They look at a lot of this, the stuff that you know we sit here and shake our heads, as competition. And if I introduce another pro, am I going to lose business? I remember when you know, and we've worked with Joel at, at T two. 
you know, the tennis industry, the tennis instructors first gasped at T2 and said, whoa, that's going to eat into lesson time. And Joel, being a businessman, came from a different direction. He goes, it's going to create competition among people, which will ultimately lead to more lessons or expand your year. And I definitely think over the long run, slam dunk, he was right. The knee jerk reaction was you're taking us out of our we know we have a seven week out season followed by a seven week USTA season followed by, you know, the schedule was thrown off. Where is T2 going to fit? But he definitely was correct in 10 years or how many years later T2 is fun. It's got to be more than that. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, you know how long they've been functioning that you certainly had grown your business because of T2 tennis. So it, that again, that just shows the, the mentality. What we're trying to do is, is realize, as, as you said, I run a club. I have myself full time, probably one other person that you would consider full time. Then I have three entities two independent contractors and yourself to run my 10 and under, you know, my 12 and under business. I'm fortunate enough to know you that we go, you know, we have a history for 20 some odd years that we can go back to. So I could call Sean and say, Hey, look, you know, do this for me. I think it's crazy. And, you know, again, taking my head pro who initially is like, we're going to give up business to now comes up to me and says, that is the best decision you ever made is to farm that out into, you know, because, you know, on Wednesday, yesterday, it's cool. We have eight courts working and you get to look down the line where you're going to be in your progression if you continue to play tennis. I mean, you know, that's, and you would think energy creates more energy. I, I, how many lessons you get because parents come out there to do you do anything like this for adults? This is awesome. So, you know, we're, we're contrarians in our belief that, the energy and more activity will benefit everybody. I still, as much as it's great and people come to Windermere, let's say, for Northside's breast cancer, they'll specifically sign up. You know, we want to come see you once a year because, hey, the rest of the time, I don't want to really drive 10 miles. Once a year, I'll drive 10 miles. But to, to play every day in Atlanta, especially if you got to go east to west, 10 miles can take you an hour. I don't want to do that. I'm going to try to get convenience. What I think the GPTA and what we're trying to do is, is put the premium on certified professionals, try to make people understand to be a GPTA member, you have to be certified. The two predominant certification organizations are the USPTR and USPTA. They are in competition with each other because, you know, there's been, this is government lobbying at its finest. They have been lobbying, trying to get, you know, with the USTA, one organization, but each carries pretty much the same amount of people, one a little bit more domestic, one a little bit more international, but there's still well over 12, 13,000 members in each organization. So they're competing and they look at each other as a potential threat, even though they're essentially doing the same thing. And, you know, again, and then throw in all this craziness and then let COVID hit and, you know, the, the idea of one of the driving forces with the GPTA was at least to go have lunch with a buddy once a month, you know, to go have your continuing education. We have lunch. We hear the speaker. We, you know, we whatever the topics are, we get brought up to date. That goes away for the better part of a year and a half. The leadership that was involved at that point 
they, they had to find other things. We all were scrambling. Hey, it was, it was a crazy time. So now we're back at a phase where we're trying to reconstruct it. Like you said, something goes away. People start functioning without it. Now the question is, do I really need it? And I think in this world, we need it even more. It, just like online registration systems and everything else. We, the game is growing. That's great. We all, I need an extra pro. You know, I would love to be able to call, have a, a pro board and say, okay, where is it? Oh, this guy's got Wednesday off. Great. I'll do, I'll move my Tuesday clinic to Wednesday. This way I can get more help. I can grow it type thing. And this way somebody gets more work. They're more likely to stay in the industry because the big problem, and you brought it up too with, with all these organizations, the new blood is not coming in. There's a lot of, unfortunately, old guys like me still in the business who've been in the business for 30 years. We're not getting the young guys in there like we can or like we should to be growing the game because we don't grow the pro. You know, we, we have an issue growing to the next. How do we get to the next level? As we always talk about everything we're doing, scaling. How do you scale it? This is a labor intensive business. How do you scale it? Well, I think, and, we, I think we have an answer. I think we accidentally accidentally found that answer when you and I spoke and said, hey, how about I just run your 12U program for you? Yeah. And we can understand how the math works then and say, this grows everything. But then that zooms out to what if everybody has a Sean or a tennisforchildren.com in their Windermere, you know, whatever that looks yes. like. And if everybody has that, everybody's understanding it's not a zero-sum game, that we're all working at this together. And the GPTA should be the ones that are capable of looking at the tennis industry in Georgia. And we focus mainly on Metro Atlanta, and that's okay. But mm -hmm. the Metro Atlanta tennis ecosystem as one big thing. And, yeah. hey, we've got availability, and let's put these pieces together. And I think that's where the GPTA and Go Tennis can get together well and be able to help those pieces fit together as opposed to everybody fighting for their little their little area and that's also what you what we've de been developing for windermere as well and this goes back to my history of white columns where white columns would put out a paper newsletter to the entire club they would do it on as online became more and more relevant they would do it online yet when they really wanted to get something to the tennis players they would say, Bobby, could you hit your database? Because they knew that they most people were most likely to respond. So we're now developing a Windermere-specific, tennis-specific monthly newsletter, even though Windermere does a, an amazing digital newsletter, you know, in tennis is two pages, where with our digital newsletter and our postcards, you're going to get all of what Go Tennis has to offer. Get So you're getting away, being aware of all the latest technology, everything that's going on in the community, as well as here's your drills, your relevant Windermere information, that's a win-win. I couldn't do that without help. My technology level isn't there and I don't have the time. So again, the ability to have that person, and this, you know, this is where the, this whole idea, this, this ecosystem we're trying to create stems from, is our experience saying, wow, how do we fill this hole? How could I make my life easier, do the things that I'm good at so I can spend more time there, do more events. I like to do events. I like to do big parties. You know, we back in our day with Netcord, we threw some great mixers 
And, you know, these people didn't follow me. We, we did the mixer one time. We were for, we did it right after Racket Club. It was Racket Club of the South. Now it's Lifetime. Right after the tornado. So we brought everybody out after they just had all the, you know, the million dollars in work done because the, the, the club had gotten devastated by the tornado. Everybody got to see the club. We had 80 to 90 people playing around Robin on a Friday night. All had a good time. Of that, maybe 20 went out and had Mexican food afterwards. A couple, you know, might have exchanged phone numbers. Hey, that's a good night. That's that's a good night. And, and you know, everybody along the line made some money. And hopefully it translated into fun where they go back and say, hey, again, because we, we, we truly believe that it's the, it's the player that drives Atlanta. Why, you know, I just did this at a club. Why don't we do something like this here every now and then? Because it was a lot of fun. So, again, I, I, I would hope people would see that we're not trying to compete with you. I mean, we, we've said it a thousand times. There's enough of a pie where I think everybody can benefit on an educational level, on an economic level, and just keep yourself fresh, too, because we all know the benefit. Everybody, when there's more energy on the court, and energy comes from coaching with somebody else as well as bigger groups, everybody benefits. I noticed that last night at your place where I was all alone because our group gets a little smaller December, January, February, as most mm -hmm. do. And it was me and three seven-year-olds. And I was way down on court six and it's getting dark, but it was a little bit of extra energy because I knew you guys were there. And on our yep. way out, I walked out with some of the some of the 12 and unders. And I said, hey, look, there's your high school group. Are you, are you getting there? Are you that good? And they're like, well, they're not that good, Coach Sean. Don't tell them we said <laughs> that. But yeah. You know, the beginners are looking and go, I can do that. Right. Back to your point of working together and getting yeah. everybody together and going back to 1977 as to what the GPTA wanted to do. And I think it's about the coaches more than it's about the level of play. I don't I, I, I would discuss that with them, but they haven't hired us as their media consultants right. yet. So I'm sure when when Danny Tarpley calls up and says, hey, we need a media group. Can you help us out? We'll yeah. figure out how to give them a, a super friends and family discount. Uh, but Bobby, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We will follow up. We should do the USPTA in the same way. USPT, it's not USPTR, just PTR, right? I'm, PT I'm PTA personally. I think it's just PTR. Is it just PTR? That's right, just professional tennis registry. Yes. We'll, we'll figure that out next week, maybe. Uh, yes. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks so much, Bobby. Thanks, guys. See you later. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate.com for use of the studio. And be sure to hit that follow button. For more tennis-related content, you can go to AtlantaTennisPodcast.com. And while you're there, check out our calendar of tennis events, the best deals on Technifiber products, tennis apparel, and more. If you're a coach, director of any racket sports, or just someone who wants to utilize our online shop, contact us about setting up your own shop collection to offer your branded merchandise to the Atlanta tennis world. And with that, we're out. See you next time.